And yeah, we've been doing like two cars every Wednesday That's now. Awesome. It's a donation-based service, so whatever people want to give, and then we split it between all the kids and everything. Um, so it's great. Yeah, all the parents are very happy. They get some good real-world experience. I had, uh, yeah, a couple kids. They they want to work for me in the future. That's their. That's really cool. So it's kind of opened up their mind. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Lively Charleston podcast. Our goal with this show is to interact and tell the stories of the amazing people, places, and businesses that make Charleston the best city in the world. If you haven't already. Make sure to subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And check us out on Instagram and Facebook where we post content regularly throughout the week. All right, y'all, we have a very fun episode for you today. We are hanging out with a young man who is doing a lot of things. He's spinning a lot of plates. He's in college. He is running his own company, and he's got a big vision for the future. We're going to be chatting with Mr. Trent Sloan. Trent, thanks for coming to hang out with us today, man. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm excited. All right. Very good. So we have a lot to talk about here. You're, you're a very busy guy and uh, very, uh, I have to admit, even researching you and, and um, getting to know you a little bit, I was inspired. You're, uh, you have a big vision and uh, you clearly work really hard. And so I'm excited to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. But before we get into that, let's take it back a little bit. You, uh, you... You haven't lived in Charleston your whole life, so let, let's take it back to kind of childhood, growing up, and kind of what led you to being here in Charleston and, and kind of got us to this place. Yeah, um, <clears throat> so I was originally born in Framingham, Massachusetts. I lived in um, just 30 minutes away from Boston area. I lived there till I was around four years old, and then we moved to uh, California, small town, Saratoga, California. Um, we lived there for about nine years, um, that's kind of where I started my entrepreneurship journey, um, kind of on the side of the road with the typical lemonade stand. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I lived there until I was around 12, 13 years old. And then I moved to another small town in New Jersey, Rumson, New Jersey. Um, and that's where I continued on my entrepreneur path um, until I was a senior in high school. And um, yeah, about two weeks after I graduated, uh, we packed up all our things headed down here to Charleston. It's been uh, my family's dream to reside here. Um, so I had a sister um, in 20, have a sister in 2015. <laughs> um, she went to college to Charleston, graduated in 2019. So that's kind of how we found the city. And um, my parents set a goal to move here, uh, eventually retire here. And um, so yeah, we've had property here in Charleston since 2016. We've kind of been connected with the city, but we've officially moved here. Um, about a year ago, we've lived here. Gotcha. Yeah. That's awesome. So as a kid, you went East Coast all the way to West Coast, all the way back to East Coast. What, yeah. what was that like just from a, a traveling and kind of a, how do you remember it? It was fun. I liked it. It's fun to start over in a new new spot and make new friends and just experience that. I think I've been very, um, very worldly, like being in all these different areas, um, being able to live with a lot of different people and stuff. I've Definitely got to experience a lot. Um, so yeah. yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It's good. I traveled a lot too when I was a kid. We, we moved to, I've, I feel like I've lived in like 11 cities, you know, here in the US and outside. And I do think it makes you, um, uh, I'm having a brain fart on the word, but it, it like flexible or like malleable, Definitely, right? yeah. like adaptable. I, that's the right. word. Yeah. Um, like you can kind of roll with the punches if, if uh, like you said, a new area, new people, you can still just kind of like figure it out. Yeah. It was definitely a little scary at first, like, especially f probably my move from California here to New Jersey, uh, there to New Jersey. I had no idea what to expect, um, but yeah, I love New Jersey. It's fun. 
Let's talk about your first business a little bit. You said yeah. so it was a lemonade stand. So yeah, I started out on the side of the road uh, with a couple neighborhood friends. Okay. Um, just a typical lemonade stand until I started. Now, was this a partnership? Were you equal partners or were you running the show and they were working for you? Like employees? That, like what was the so setup here? It started out with just me. And then, not that this was like a huge business or anything, but no. we started uh, scaling a little bit. I had a couple guys okay. on the long boards. They'd, uh, they'd go around and try to get dog walkers and they'd send them over. Wow. They'd say, there's a lemonade stand a couple blocks away. Nice. Um, they were like cold calling for you, basically. Pretty Door much, knocking. Yeah. Door knocking, yeah. Beautiful. So uh, I kind of started with that. And then I eventually graduated to, I started doing art on the side of the road. I liked painting. I still do to this day. Um, so I started just painting pictures on the side of the road while doing lemonade. I'd sit there and I actually had um, a neighbor of mine. She was a bit older and she ha was a painter back in her day, I guess. And she had all this super expensive, like, huge canvases and all this super expensive paint and she saw me doing it and she really liked it so she invited me over and like gave me all this stuff and uh, yeah so i do um just painting on the side of the road start selling cool. that along with lemonade and then yeah that's cool do you think um hopping around like you did did that sort of plant the seed for kind of the entrepreneurial base that you had um i think so yeah 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 I think with, because the reason I asked that, I feel like, like you were saying, when you're hopping around, because you grow up kind of so quick in these different areas and you have to sort of be a little more social, getting out and meeting people and, and all of that. Because um, I, I grew up same way. We were bouncing around from mm -hmm. Massachusetts to Michigan. Um, I feel like it kind of pushes you into a, a different realm than where you grew up. Yeah, I definitely haven't, like, I haven't put two and two together. Um, but I think that, yeah, definitely just being more outgoing and, Wanting to try different things, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you remember what your, I, I always think this is a fun exercise, like thinking back, now that you, you learn a little yeah. bit more about business, right? So do you remember what you were charging for the lemonade? Oh, <laughs> probably a dollar. A dollar? Yeah. For, for like a little cup? Yeah. And then do you know what your cost per cup was? Oh, no Give idea. That, no, no, we, we just go, we'd go to, um, there the grocery store, it's called Safeway, and we'd get like that powder oh, mix. Oh, yeah, Safeway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So we'd make uh, like a couple liters of, Lemonade. And it was probably like ten cents or whatever it was. Probably, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We think about that, isn't that crazy? Like ninety percent gross margin. That's pretty good. It's a now good, it's it's like, a good business. Now kids are. I just saw a TikTok the other day. It's like kids are. A guy's like, oh, I was trying to be nice. I stopped by a lemonade stand just to help the kid out, and he charged me like five bucks for a lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then lot. they want to tip. And then they turn the thing around. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> tip on top of that. Fifteen, twenty percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's funny. Awesome. Okay, so you've been you've been hustling a little bit since. Uh, um, since you were little, you at least had this concept of, Hey, if I, if I offer something and it costs me a little bit of money and then I can charge a lot of money, then I get to keep what's in the middle yeah, more or less. Right. So you learned that pretty early. Yeah. Um, and so now you've kind of, you continued to do that. We're here in Charleston now, your whole family moved here. So they've achieved their goal and your parents are retired. Not yet. No, not quite. Okay. No. All right. But, um, that's still, that's the next step on the vision board there. I think so. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and so one of the things you talked about, which I thought was pretty interesting before you even moved into your current business, which we'll get to, uh, you spent some time working at an Italian restaurant that you said, mm. you said had a pretty big impact on you. Yes. Very big impact. Um, Porcini in Highlands, New Jersey. Um, I started working there when I was 15 years old, um, throughout COVID and we just, my dad had a connection with a lady who had 
previously been a server there and she got me in somehow. She probably never would have been able to work there since I was so young if I didn't have that connection, but somehow it worked out. And yeah, I loved it. Everything from the servers, the food was amazing. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot just how, how Chris, the owner of Porcini, he's the best. He taught me really how to treat your employees. Like there, it's really like a small tight knit family. Everybody loves each other. We're all texting each other. And I go back there. I was just back there, um, two weeks ago and I, I, I stop in every once in a while in New Jersey and I'll surprise them and yeah, we hang out. It's a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so, um, you talked about one of the things you, you really learned was how to treat employees. And so he really kind of set the example of that. Definitely. Yeah. And then how did that impact you from the standpoint of just learning how to converse with customers and how Mm. to just, you know, essentially have conversations about what it is that you're selling or serving? Yeah, it was definitely hard at the start, um, being my first time in the restaurant industry, which is a very hard industry to be in hard hours. Um, yeah, it was good. I definitely got the hang of it after a couple months, um, just having conversations with people and yeah. It's funny when my brother was, uh, was 14, I got him hired at my first job, which had a similar impact on me. Uh, just learning how to talk to people. I was like super nervous, but I was working at a, it was called SS subs in Colorado Springs. Uh, which is basically like subway, you know, it was like our, our version of Jersey Mike's, but not nearly as good. And uh, so I had to learn how to talk to people and like, you know, ask if they want bacon. So now I'm like upselling, you know, and then I got to ring it up and do the whole thing. Right. And then uh, I got my brother a job when he was 14, uh, which was definitely not legal. But he, uh, but I like put him through the ringer because I was like, you're not going to make me look bad. So I made him memorize the entire menu before he showed up for the, <laughs> the interview. Like, you better know what a number 17 is. And, and here's how you talk to people. And I had him like, uh, so we both kind of learned how to chat with people. That's great. Exactly like you're saying, just kind of through like being in the fire and like and serving people. Yeah, for me, it was a little interesting because um, that was throughout COVID. We had the masks and everything oh, yeah, and people yeah. wouldn't even want to touch you or talk to you or even touch the silverware and the plates and everything. So yeah. it was a little weird off the bat, but yeah, like I said, I just kind of got the hang of it. Yeah. That's a whole new wrinkle there. Yeah. Dealing with all that. Yep. Um, okay. So let's talk about your new business here, transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, or before you get into that, so you're going to college, what year are you? I'm a sophomore going into my sophomore year at college of Charleston. Okay. What do you study? Uh, communications with a minor in entrepreneurship. Okay. Seems pretty perfect for uh, what you're doing here. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Um, And you've started a business here um, just under a year ago. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. What are you up to? Yeah. So about uh, eight months ago is when I've officially started. Uh, But a couple months before that is when I took, when I kind of started the whole process of starting my business and everything. Um, So that summer leading up to it, Um, I went and I worked in New Jersey. I worked for a guy who's 10 years in, 10 years in business and he's, um, kind of all set up in the detailing game. And I told him to take me under his wing. I'm not going to steal any of his clients or anything. Like I'm moving out in a couple months. Just teach me everything, you know, everything about business detailing, how I run this thing. And yeah, he took me under his wing for about three months and he taught me from start to finish how to not only detail a car, but run the business, talk to clients, um, and then after those three months, I, I don't know if I put anywhere on there, but I studied abroad in Italy. So I lived in Italy for about four months. So that gave me a lot of time to think and set up my website and Google ads and everything. Um, so it was a little torturous. Um, I had to pretty much, yeah, sit there for four months, just like <laughs> waiting for my day until I come back and I can start this thing. Um, 
But yeah, and then I came back um, and January 1st is when I technically started. First month was a little slow. Um, but yeah, now I'm eight months in business, doing pretty well. Let's go back to Italy. I feel like yeah. we can't just brush over this whole Italy thing. Yeah. So you were over there for four months studying. Yep. Uh, this is through CFC? Um, kind of, yeah. It's like a bridge program. Got um, it. So I was at the American University of Rome, and then I transferred to CFC. But they're, yeah, they're. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And um, you were staying, you were with other kids and in some sort of a living situation? Yes, I had eight, or I had six other roommates, six or seven other roommates. Oh, wow. Um, and we were all in just a small little Italian apartment, no air conditioning, no dryers, <laughs> Real no dishwasher. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's where I met a lot of the friends I have now um, because I did my first semester there and then we eventually transferred here to Charleston for the last. Um, second half of the year. Um, so I met a lot of my friends there, uh, Peter, Taylor, they're with me here in, at College of Charleston. Um, great friends, I'm living with them next year. And then I have a really great friend, Mason, who kind of our world's quiet, it's a little strange. He is like exactly like me. We grew up going to the same beach town growing up and um, he's an entrepreneur as well. And so yeah, we kind of clicked right off the bat and That's awesome. he's um, four years older than me. So he was doing it his senior year. Um, so he had a lot of advice for me setting everything up. So that was great. It's definitely one way to connect. I'm spending yeah. four months in a, a foreign city, figuring things out together. Yep. That's cool. That and great. did you all, um, so you almost have a sounding board then for, uh, if they're in similar, you know, entrepreneurial headspace, you can, you can kind of network through that. Was that a, a common bond that you found in Italy? Was that kind of the intent or was it, uh, just a byproduct of where you were going? Just a byproduct of where I was going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was great. I'd go in his room at like four in the morning. He'd still be up working on his stuff. And I'd be like, oh, how does this Google ad, uh, look? How does this logo look? How does this look? And he'd give me his advice. Um, and we even got his dad on the phone. He's also a big entrepreneur. And he started talking to me about business names, logos, everything. So it, it worked out perfect. I couldn't have wished for it to be any better. It was perfect. That's awesome. What was your favorite part about Rome? Uh, reason I asked, I was just there three months ago, uh, four months ago for 10 days, and uh, it was freaking awesome. That's a hard question because everything was great, but um, I think one of the things we look back on is just like the freedom we had, like being able to walk around. Like we were like five minutes from the uh, Coliseum. So like 2 a.m. we so just cool. get on those bird scooters and ride down to the Coliseum, hang out, uh, the Trevi Fountain. I think it was yeah. mostly just the freedom that I had um, at 18 years old, typically people don't travel abroad for, for college and stuff. Typically yeah, yeah. they wait till their junior or senior year. So it was pretty unique for a group of 18 year olds to go and, and to a foreign country and travel around and yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Just all the history they have over there and, and the food. I mean, it's oh, yeah. an Italian restaurant. I mean, you were right there in the hub. Yeah, yep. it was great. Love it. Okay. It so, amazing. so now we we're transitioning into, we are up and running. Uh, your company is called Illustrious Detailing. Mm -hmm. And what is it that you do and who do you serve? So we specialize in just anything car care. Um, typically we do mobile detailing. Um, so we show up, we have all of our equipment. We do um, need access to water and electricity to hook up to. Um, but yeah, that's the best thing is we just come right to you. Um, very low, for me, beginner friendly, like low overhead. I do it right out of the back of my car. Um, and yeah, it's great. That's huge. Coming to 
coming to people and detailing their car for them there is huge. And the busier I get, the more I value that convenience because my car will be dirty for, I mean, literally six weeks because I just don't have that window to carve out um, to get over there and get it washed and then just sit there and wait. Whereas if I'm, if it could be getting done right now while I'm working or yeah. doing something, that would be absolutely phenomenal. And I just come out at lunchtime out of the office and my car's clean and, and that's it. And I didn't have to do anything. Yep. Yeah. And it's great. It's I get to be out in the field, you know, with clients um, first 10 minutes before and after the detail, I'm talking with them. Um, and yeah, it's, it's great to connect with other people and maybe potential investors in the future. You never know, like Absolutely. you build a connection with these people. It's really great. Especially car guys, because they love their cars. And if you take care of their car, that's like taking care of their baby. Yep. Like, I have a couple maintenance clients I do weekly. I come and really, care of it. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite car that you've detailed? Oh, that's a good question. Well, so actually, like th two or three days ago, I did a very nice uh, BMW um, M850. Very nice car. Oh, the M8, yeah. Yeah. And then um, actually today, after this podcast, I'm going to do my first ever Lamborghini. Nice. So I'm there doing a bright go. yellow Lamborghini Huracan. Where is so. that? He's actually located in Goose Creek, so a bit of a ways away. <laughs> really? Um, but he has a rental car uh, company, so he rents out exotic cars. So I'll be doing a G-Wagon, Lamborghini, and then maybe in the future he can have me come back and do the rest of his fleet. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Y'all did. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, is that um, is that something you're looking for? Like consistent relationships? Is that obviously that would be great if you could have kind of that rolling basis of uh, definitely something like that. Yeah, I know a lot of people, they have connections with like dealerships and stuff. Um, I don't have that yet. I have a, a decent amount of maintenance clients that I come to every month. I offer a bit of a discount. Um, I come once a month and take care of them. Um, but yeah, I've tried with like collision centers and stuff, but they pretty much just do it in-house because it's just cheaper. They have some sure. guy, they pay 15 bucks an hour and he'll just do an easy wash on the right. car. So it's kind of yeah. hard to build those connections with those companies. Sure. Once you get in though, you get in with somebody who does a good job oh, yeah. and then his or her friends that also have, you know, those, those higher end cars, they're going to refer you. And then just one by one, you can just build that up. Yep. And then if you do a good job, I imagine, because one, once it's set, there's no reason to switch it up, right? right? As long as it's in, it works, you're doing a great job, we're good. The number one thing I've found with mobile detailing is like I'll hit up people who are clearly very successful in the space and I'll ask them for advice on advertising. How do you get these many people? I see they have like three, four people a day that they're doing. And um, typically they just say word of mouth. Like mm -hmm. they ran ads right off the bat, which is what I'm doing now, but um, they got a really huge client list and word of mouth started working and yep. they don't even run ads anymore. They have zero budget on ads 100 percent, 100 percent. crazy so what's your uh what's your personal favorite car i know one of the things you talked about is you love supercars which is love them. a good reason to get into the business you're in yeah but what's your if, if you got one one car it's it's the one i was gonna say daily driver but let's not go there let's say it's <laughs> oh, the I'll one supercar you can have yeah, it would be. All right. yeah it is a lamborghini svj um nice. naturally aspirated v12 lamborghini aventador um, so, you know, the doors go up, yeah, billionaire yeah. doors or millionaire doors, they call them. Um, yeah, that's my dream car. What color? Uh, blue Cephas and then blue Cephas brake calipers, nice. tints all around. Nice. Yeah, looking good, yeah. Is, it, is this a convertible or is this a hard top? You can do a spider version where you take the top off. So that's it's not the a full best. convertible. Um, but those are upwards of about 900 to a million dollars. Okay. 
right lot. now. So we got some more detailing to do. A little bit. Yeah. First. A couple more cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about interior color? Oh, just uh, on those, it's pretty much just black um, Alcantara sure. with like carbon fiber. It's nice. pretty standard for uh, that type of car. But yeah. yeah. Here's the big question: By the time you can afford it, your detail business will be so huge. Do you actually detail your own car or does somebody <laughs> else do it for you? Well, we can get into what my future plans are with the business. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. something I've been thinking about. Like, do I detail it myself or do I hire kids around the neighborhood <laughs> to get their entrepreneurship journey going? Yeah, or, right. Yeah. Big decisions. It's funny. I was, um, when we were actually in, or no, this was in Italy. This was a different uh, trip. We went to um, Monaco and mm. rented a Lamborghini, my, my girlfriend at the time and I. And the guy, we had to, we had to ride it uh, or drive it with the guy. And he kept on a straightaway, he kept putting his hand on my knee and actually slamming it down. So I was hitting the gas <laughs> pedal awesome. and it was like, it was freaking me out. I was like, you know, quit slamming my leg. Right. I'm trying to drive this thing. Um, but I was asking him, I said, what's your favorite car? I said, what, what do you have? He said, we have Ferrari, we have Lamborghini, you know, in his Italian accent. We have uh, um, you know, all the McLarens. And I said, okay, well, what's your favorite car? And he was like, Ford Mustang. <laughs> I was like, American what? Muscle. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's exactly what he said, American Muscle. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a, I think you could probably afford that. Right, right. <laughs> probably get one of those. That's sweet. Yeah, Monaco's great. You go to the hotel and everything where they have the cars parked out front. They have a couple like million dollar cars they parked Man, out. I feel like everywhere you turn your head, you're seeing something that's a million, but whether it's a car or a yacht or yeah. whatever, that's a great city. That's on the bucket list. Yeah. To get there, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, you would, you especially would love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the future for the company. What are, what are your goals here in the next 12 months or so? And then, and then what are your goals in the next, you know, three to five year horizon? So currently I'm doing about one to two cars a day um, on average, which I'm very happy about. I didn't know I'd be at this point um, this quickly. Uh, within the 12 months, I'd like to get it up to six figures, hopefully. I'd like to eventually have this business that I have currently fund a future business that maybe we can get into. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my goal now, just kind of scaling and doing a lot of learning. I've learned a lot the past eight months with just was, everything. Was this model that you're kind of building right now, was that something from the guy you uh, kind of had your apprenticeship with? Did it start there or have you found different ways to kind of you know, grow the business and expand beyond what he was teaching you? Um, he taught me a lot of just like how it works in person, like from showing up to the door, what to say, not as much with the Google and Google ads. So like I've learned, I definitely could have gone the easy route and paid somebody to do it, um, like a monthly subscription. They take care of your ads and everything, but I do it all myself. I create it all um, from writing, finding the best keywords to the best pictures to use uh, and yeah. running it on Facebook, Google. Um, I'm even on like the Nextdoor app, which is a good one. Like nice, I'm on yep. All the services. All I'm trying to get all the. Uh, I have a lot of funnels, funnel funneling people sure. into my uh, my website there. But yeah, one of the things I thought was really cool that you mentioned was that you work with kids with autism, and you've tied this into your business as well, right? Mm -hmm. So how? Yeah, that a little bit. Um, so my sister, she works uh, for the past four four years now. She's worked at um, this business called New Horizons. They work with kids um, with autism. They teach them like day to day skills. Um, and so, yeah, she, they are offering a summer program where they have a couple of different companies and businesses come in and they will teach the kids real life skills and how they do it. So um, I just got very lucky. I have that connection. And she came to me like when I was like one month in business, I was just starting out 
And she's like, would you like to do this throughout the summer? You can come every, so what I do is I go every Wednesday um, and we do two cars. I show up with my car, I have all the vacuums, I have, and I, I just show them from start to finish That's how awesome. to detail it. And each um, kid has their own instructor too, who um, kind of keeps them on track with a little checklist. Um, and yeah, we've been doing like two cars every Wednesday That's now. Awesome. It's great. a donation-based service, so whatever people wanna give, and then we split it between all the kids and everything. Um, so it's great. Yeah. All the parents are very happy. They get some good real world experience. I had, yeah, yeah a couple of kids, they, they want to work for me in the future. That's their, that's really cool. So it's kind that's of really opened great. up their mind to like, like I've had my sister and other people tell me that like, like one of the kids in particular, he works at McDonald's now and he thought his entire life he was going to work at McDonald's. And, um, I guess when I came and I taught him all the vacuuming and how to do it all, he's kind of changed his mindset and made it more open. And he's, wants to eventually maybe even start a detailing business. So that's, huge. Oh, cool. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of started out where we were just going to do employees cars just once a day. And I was just going to kind of show up and teach them what to do, but they loved it so much that we kind of had, yeah, we kind of created like a little business model around it where um, the second week I said, we could probably do two cars instead of one car. Cause we have um, it's three of the older guys that they have. Um, and yeah, so now we're doing two cars um, in about an hour and a half. We're doing just like the interiors. I set them all different skills that they need to learn, um, different things around the vehicles. And they come back to me asking me to come and check it over. And I look it over, tell them little things to touch up here and there. Um, but it's definitely, awesome. it's definitely a hit. We have, we're pretty much sold out the rest of the summer. Like within the first week, they posted it on Facebook, completely sold out. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's really cool. That's right. I think it's really cool you're doing that. It's been really fun. It's good I for love the kids. It. Yeah. Um, okay. So you talked about, we, we got a, um, one last question and then we'll transition into our, our final two questions that we do every episode. Uh, but you talked about what this future business that you want to fund mm -hmm. with the detailing business. What's that all about? So having my love for cars and entrepreneurship, obviously colliding, um, I found a love with just like being able to take care of a car properly. Um, ever since I was young, my dad would always teach me how to not scratch up a car. We'd always wash our own cars. Um, so I think within these next three years, I'd like to save up as much as possible and hopefully fund my next venture, which would be, um, a very high end hand car wash. Um, so it's a little different from detailing. It would be a location and people would drive through, get the whole thing done in 10 minutes, uh, but offer the same quality that I would offer myself as a, as a detailing, um, service. So that's kind of my goal as of now. Cool. I'd like same. to start it. There's, there's no real hand washing here in Charleston that you can go to where they take real like pride and take care of your car. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen one. I mean, yeah. you either go through the, the little drive through machine or you, you get it detailed. Yep. I yeah. call those scratch and shines are so bad. For <laughs> your car. So yeah. Donald, don't tell me. Yeah, right. I don't need no. to know. Yeah. That's uh, my, that's my goal as of now. I'd like to just cool. kind of use what I have now as funding to start sure. that next venture. And then, you know, maybe we combine the two businesses. I have a car wash and then we have a detailing service that goes out of there. And stuff. that's great. hundred percent. Cause you'll always have those people that still would prefer that you come, yeah. come to where they are. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a luxury. People yeah. love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's transition here into our last couple. First of all, if uh, anyone wants to learn more about you, about Trent, or about Illustrious Detailing, where should they go? Yeah, you can reach us at uh, Facebook, Instagram. We are at Illustrious Detailing. And then on our website, we actually have a full uh, booking system where you can go through, pick what car you have, what package. Um, it shows the packages and pricing. And, and then I actually have my available dates and everything. You can book all right through the website. Super easy. 
Perfect. Um, and that's illustriousmobiledetailing.com. Perfect. Make it easy on yeah. people. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Okay. Easy. If you could go back in time to give young Trent some advice, now he's not quite as wise or as seasoned as this current version of Trent that we have here. Uh, but if you could go back and give him a piece of advice before you started your business, what would you say? So business related, I would tell him to not put all of his eggs in one basket. When I first started this out, probably the first four months, so half of my business, I, um, my favorite thing was Yelp. I put everything, all my advertising budget, um, all my focus on Yelp because it was getting me a decent amount of clients, but I had no idea. Like people would always tell me, oh, Google ads, Facebook, do this, do that. Um, but I never really listened to them. And then, yeah, like the first week when I set up the Google ads and everything, I kind of shut down all the Yelp and I put that funding into Google, Facebook ads and everything. It's been pretty solid. Been good for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So diversify your marketing budget. Definitely. Beautiful. All right. Last question here. If you could give one piece of advice, let's say somebody's watching this, maybe, uh, Maybe somebody in high school, maybe not, maybe someone older than you, but they're watching this and they're saying, man, he took a, a risk, you know, he took a big chance and um, he's learning a lot and they're maybe inspired to do something like that themselves. What would you say to them? I would say, um, Sometimes it's kind of a tough one to like to look back on I know. put yourself back in those shoes again. I know this is hard. Um, I would say just don't listen to anybody. Um, just kind of be in your own world. Don't listen to what other people have to say. Like for me, like I don't drink. I don't do any of that stuff. And people always tell me like, oh, go out and have fun. Be a college kid. Um, but my thing is like it's more fun. Like winning is more fun than fun is fun for me mm -hmm. personally. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I would just say go out and do it. Like if you're a high school kid, like I wish I had more time to do different things, different business ventures, because everything like I've learned from everything. So throughout high school, I've did I've done like probably four different businesses um, and each one I've been able to take away different things. So like they've all technically like not failed, but I kind of started them. I love like starting from the ground up and learning everything to do. So yeah. I'd say just going out and doing it. Don't wait. Don't say I'm going to do it tomorrow because it'll never happen. And yeah, even if you fail, like you learn from failures. That's it. hundred percent. Yeah. Each one it even if that's what you had to go through to develop the skill to now carry that into the new thing, which set you up for success then. And I don't know any other better way to do it than to just get in there and get your hands dirty just and start it. figuring stuff yeah. out. Yeah. That's the best I'd best advice I'd give to anybody younger wanting to start their own business or they look at these other businesses that are already striving and they want to be there. Like they've gone through a lot of struggling and a lot of probably I'm sure you can go to any successful entrepreneur and they'd tell you dozens of little businesses that they've started and they have they each of those businesses, like I've probably had five different businesses. Each one I've been able to take something away from it and yep. put it into the business that I have now. Um, so yeah, yep. it's huge. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Trent, this has been awesome, man. Thank you for coming to hang out with us. We're really excited. We are fans of you and of your business and, um, going to be uh, customers as well. So, right. um, really, uh, rooting for you here and anything we can do to help you be successful. We will certainly be doing. Yeah. Thank you guys for so much for inviting me on, having me on. I've first podcast of many, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. You guys are great. Thank you. Great. All right. Go check them out. Illustrious mobile detailing.com. Get your car clean and looking nice.
Hey y'all, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thanks so much for watching. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like or follow or subscribe, whatever platform you're on, just hit the button to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Yep, and please help us grow the channel by sharing it with someone else who might enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time.